0: hello aspirants in this episode we are going to discuss about the insolvency and bankruptcy code ordinance 2021 let's discuss deep about it you are hearing to the aspirant voice let's get deep, deep into the topic the parliament first passed the insolvency and bankruptcy code in 2016 short form the ibc code it is a comprehensive insolvency code encompassing all companies partnerships and individuals based on the last 5 years experience the government wanted to introduce few changes to make the IBC more effective subsequently the president recently promulgated the insolvency and bank bankruptcy code amendment ordinance 2021 this aims to fulfill the intended objectives of IBC let's discuss about the IBC code 2016 and then let's discuss what are the changes brought in the IBC 2021 that is the ordinance made so, the, in 2016, the court replaced all the existing laws and created a uniform procedure to resolve insolvency and bankruptcy disputes. It allows creditors to assess the viability of a debtor as a business decision. Further, the credit, credit, creditors can agree with the plan of revival and suggest, uh, and suggest for a speedy liquidation. The court creates a new institutional framework. This framework facilitates a formal and time-bound insolvency resolution process and liquidation. The framework includes the insolvency professionals, insolvency professional agencies, information utilities, educating authorities, sorry, adjudicating authorities. There is a little bit issue with the pronunciation. Under adjudicating authorities, they will give the approval to initiate the resolution process, appoint the insolvency professional and approve the final decision of creditors. National Company Law Tribunal and Debt Recovery Tribunals are adjudicating authorities. Insolvency and Bankruptcy Board. So let's discuss what are these bodies and what will they do. The professionals they will administer the resolution process. They also manage the assets of the debtor and provide information for creditors to assist them in the banking uh, in decision making. Then Insolvency Professional Agencies which I said is the they are the professionals will be registered with the Insolvency Professional Agencies. The agencies will conduct examinations to certify the insolvency professionals and enforce a code to conduct for their performance. And information utilities are there. They will keep a record of debts given by the creditors along with the details of repayments or dishonor of the debt. Insolvency Bankruptcy Board is the board to regulate insolvency professionals and professional agencies information utility is also set under the code. The code aims to resolve insolvencies in a strict time-bound manner. The evaluation and viability viability, determination must be completed within 180 days. the moratorium period of 180 days for the company, for startups and small companies, the resolution period is 90 days which can be extended by 45 days. Of course, for the moratorium period for the company established company is 180 days and it can be extendable up to 270 days. Here you understand that insolvency, bankruptcy and liquidation these are the three important terms where insolvency is the situation in which a debtor is unable to pay his or her debts. Whereas the bankruptcy is the legal proceedings involving an insolvent person or business that is unable to repay its outstanding debts and the liquidation. It is a process of bringing a business or company to an end. It involves the distribution the company's assets among creditors and other claimants. So what are the ordinances made for 2021 is the amendment allows the use of pre-packaged insolvency resolution as an alternative resolution mechanism for MSS, MSMEs the threshold limit to trigger the pre-packaged insolvency resolution is between rupees 10 lakhs to 1 crore section 54A of this ordinance it allows the use of pre-packaged insolvency resolution that is PPIR PPIR is a form of restructuring that allows creditors and debtors to work on and informal plan and then submit it for approval. Under this system, financial creditors will agree to the terms of the potential investors further. They will seek approval of the resolution plan from the national company law tribunal. However, the dimensions of the resolution plan cannot happen directly to NCLT. It requires approval of the minimum of 66% of the financial creditors that are unrelated to the corporate debtor before submission of its re- resolution plan. The threshold limit to trigger the PPIR is between rupees 10 lakhs to 1 crore. The NCLT must consider a pre pack insolvency proceedings before allowing a corporate insolvency resolution process. CARP the corporate insolvency resolution process is the process of revolving corporate insolvency according to the provisions of the IBC 2016 only. What are the benefits of Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code Ordinance? The quick resolution over 86% of the ongoing insolvency resolution proceedings crossed the 270-day threshold as of December 2020. However, the process under PPIR is limited to a maximum of 120 days. Further, only 90 days are available to the stakeholders to bring the resolution plan to NCLT. There will be greater autonomy to the debtor as existing management retains control in case of pre-packs. On the other hand, a resolution professional takes control of the debtor as a representative financial creditor. This results in a cost-effective and value-maximizing outcome for the debtor. This prevents misuse of errant promoters. The PPIR gives significant consent rights to the financial creditors. For instance, it requires approval of the minimum of 66% of financial creditors before submission of a resolution plan. This prevents any misuse from financial creditors. And there will be an amicable settlement. The amendment has made sure that both debtors and creditors have a say in the resolution process. This is a deviation from the earlier approach as the IBC 2016 gives excessive focus on the creditors in resolution. And also it prevents the job losses that is under PPIR there is a less probability of liquidation. Thereby ensuring continuity of the business and resulting in fewer layoffs for workers. But what are the challenges of ibc it is it has the poor approval rate as per ibbs data that is insolvency and bankruptcy board of india its data a mere 15 percent approval rate has been shown by nclt in corporate insolvency cases from 2016 to 19 that is for three years greater focus on liquidation is that the objective of ibc was to promote entrepreneurship and promote resolution but ironically, IBC put more focus on liquidation. This hinders the economic potential of the country. In 2019, almost one third of the, all the corporate cases filed for resolution ended up towards the liquidation. The, government, the Supreme Court judgment said the government had placed a compulsory deadline of 330 days if 200 days mark got breached. However, the Supreme Court is the, in the Esther Steel insolvency case for further criteria of mandatory resolving the CIRP within 330 days. This judgment can be used to breach the deadline of the PPIR process also. And also, this is a resource deficit. That is, the government had proposed to set up 25 additional single and division benches of NCLT in July 2019. They were established at various places including Delhi, Jaipur, Kohli, sorry, Kochi. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of Kohli too. Let's get back into the topic. They were established at various places including Delhi, Jaipur, and Kochi, etc. However, However, uh, I'm sorry, okay, however, most of these remain non-operational or partly operational on account of lack of proper infrastructure or adequate support staff. So there are some suggestions to reform IBC process. There is a need to increase the NCLT benches and appoint more complete professionals. This will ensure that IBC platforms is not used as a recovery but more as a resolution tool. Further, masses should be aware of alternate dispute resolution mechanisms like lokadalats and arbitrations etc. This can reduce the workload on insolvency tribunals. We do, we do know about lokadalats and we, let's see who is arbitration, what is arbitration and who are arbitrators. Arbitrators are basically the people, you can call it like uh, they are, uh, settled, say, their people will help you to settle the issue between the two parties in that way. The government can place companies such as construction electricity outside the NCLT. This would save resources and time in pursuing IBC for these companies. The ordinance will be beneficial for the small players and would encourage time-bound resolution and stress reserves under the IBC model. Nonetheless, further augmentation is necessary for the success of this IBC. So here we have discussed all about the insolvency and bankruptcy code. I am sorry for that Kohili joke, Uh, it's gone with the flow. Please follow me and also share this episode to your friends. It might help help them for the revision. And thank you.